let me start the podcast off by saying my wife is here. Hello, Susan. Hello. What are we going to do about all the shit in this house? There is so much shit all over this house. What's the problem? How did we come up with so much crap in this house that we don't use, don't touch, and we don't even know where it is? I don't know. It baffles my mind because... It just keeps coming and coming, and we need to get a big dumpster and just start heaving things in it. But what would we throw in it? I mean, like you look in the closet. There's, I mean, in the big storage room, we got a big storage room in the basement, and it is I full can get of. Get rid of my Santa bears that take up a whole okay. shelf. But so, what do you do with them? You oh, don't throw them away. Well, what do you do with your Santa bears? Does anybody want Santa bears? I don't know. I feel like donating them somewhere, like a hospital. But who who wants them? If now. As we start the podcast here, first of all, thanks for listening. Usually we start off with the music and the intro, but I thought let's just get started, try something different this time. Um, Santa Bears, what are Santa Bears? Because there's probably a lot of people listening that don't know what a Santa Bear is. Yeah, it was uh, started with Dayton's many years ago, and each year at Christmas they put out uh, new bears a um, with different themes, and I started collecting them in uh, 2000. And I collected them all the way to the last year, which I think was 2010. So I have all these big Santa bears that are in storage containers. And, and they all I had a different theme. Well, yep. they, all, they all had a different theme. There's like yep. a firefighter or a snowman. Yeah, or, or an airplane pilot. Right. And the, the last year they did it, um, it was the um, wedding bears, like a bride There's and a, a groom. bride and a groom, yeah. yeah. Well, Dayton's isn't a thing anymore. They stopped doing their Santa Bears, um, and I don't think Macy's even tried to continue that. Nope. So uh, that's one thing. Yep. There's also, we have 15, 20 years of kids' Halloween costumes and adult oh, Halloween yeah, costumes totally. that really, that's one section that and we could throw out. once Allison gets a house, oh boy, do those Barbies and dolls and things go to her house. But does she want them? I mean, well, would, she doesn't get a choice. They're going to come in the back of my trunk and over the house they go. Aww. Um, what else? We got, oh, we have a big curio cabinet full of all of Carson's Lego projects he did. Like all of the different theme ones from Harry Potter. What do you do with those? You well, don't what are we going to do with that? Well, you can't throw it away. He said he doesn't want them. I can, I can totally get that he doesn't want them. But Carson, when he was about 10 years old or so, loved Legos. And he would build these amazingly elaborate Harry Potter, mostly Harry Potter, but sometimes SpongeBob uh, castles and, yep. and sets or whatever. And we didn't want to just take them apart and throw them away. And we knew if we put them in his room, his buddies would come over and start playing with them. Because yep. one time he made an airplane or a boat or something, and eventually his buddies tore it apart. Um, so we put it in a beautiful glass curio yep. cabinet. And I can see it from here. And it's probably a $200 curio cabinet. And it's he put a lot of work into it. But what do we do with all yep. those things? I don't want to just throw them away. Do we keep just one? And what about my mom's furs? Or up in the closet, oh hanging God. in bags. What do you do with a long coat fur? Nobody wears furs anymore. Well, there was a time when furs were really elegant, and if you like, you know, like had a good year or whatever your reason was, you're like, I want to get a fur because your mom and dad were never yep. rich. But at yep. one point, your mom said, I want to get a fur. Yep. So uh, that's up in the closet. What's your plans with the fur? I don't have a plan. I have a sh- I have three furs. I think a short. Stole and a uh, long coat and a cape, and I don't know what to do with them. What else is in this house that needs to go? We got tons and tons of books. Tons and tons of books. We also have tons of probably Halloween decorations that we don't put up anymore. We got a ton of Boy Scout camping stuff, Um, uh, and I I 
notice that whenever we try to find something, we can never find it. Yeah. I'll say, where is that special water water filter for Boy Scouts? And, oh, I don't know. I saw it downstairs. And I will look for it. Mm-hmm. And a half an hour later, I'll give up. I'll what? be honest with you. Susan can usually find something. For example, we were looking for Carson's Eagle Scout medal today because um, I'll get to that story in a second, but we wanted to find Carson when he made Eagle Scout. You get a medal, and it's beautiful, and it's got an eagle and a red, white, and blue ribbon. And Carson and I had looked for it probably a couple of times, and he could never find it to wear. And a lot of the time, we're like, we know it's somewhere, but there's so much shit in this house that we couldn't find it. You found it today. I found it. I just, I don't know. I have a keen sense, just a knack of where to look. Well, you won't give up. I give up and I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to look at this anymore. So maybe in your house, maybe your house is the same way. We're not hoarders. Nope. We just have a lot of stuff. Yep. What about all of his uh, wrestling guys? He's got big tins of wrestling and a wrestling uh, mat. Well, and see, those (laughs) are, there's certain things. It's all about throwing stuff away. What do you keep? What do you throw away? Some people are not sentimental at all, and they would go through their kid's stuff, and they say, okay, you're in college now. I'm throwing all this shit away Mm -hmm. unless you come and get it, or maybe not to be in college, because when you're in college, you don't have a place to put all your stuff, probably. But once you're 21 or 22 and move out and you've got your own place, you have a place to move all your own stuff. My mom and dad said, David, if you don't come and get this big box of magic tricks, we're going to give it to the Goodwill. And I'm like, yeah, 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 I'll come and get it someday. And then I came to get it one day, four years later, and they're like, I told you, we gave it to the Goodwill. I'm like, you gave it to the Goodwill? That's my magic tricks. Yep. Well, we have three shelves of books in our storage that haven't been touched since we moved in. What do you mean? Where? Which ones? Which shelves of books? Oh, back here in the corner? Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, uh, Encyclopedias. uh, Yeah. Lots of Custer books. I used to be way into the Battle of the Little Bighorn, and uh, I bought all these books. I bought all these pamphlets and history books about it. And I've just kind of lost my passion for it. I've got hundreds or thousands of dollars of Custer memorabilia, not memorabilia, but books that I don't even know how to begin to get rid of because I don't think people are interested in that battle like they used to. How about games? You've got a whole closet full of board games. I do, but I still love my board games. I got video games. Spilling out into other parts of the house. Um, uh, there was something else. Oh, my salt and pepper shaker collection because another oh, yeah. another lost hobby that I used to be into. What did you used to be into that you uh, don't? I would collect pins like that you would wear on like your sweaters. Yeah, and but that things. doesn't take up much room. What do you got back here that that has taken up a lot of room? I have some high school stuff like my majorette uniform and boots and stuff. Yep. But uh, I think you got to keep some stuff. My dolls. I have my dolls, and I have my mom's doll that I. It, it's scary because it was made out of wood and like she cut the hair off and painted the hair on and Aww. part of the hand is cut off. So it looks like a scary doll. I want to see that doll. Do you have that doll? I do you know where it is? Doll. Yeah. I challenge you. Go find it right now. You want it? I want, I just want you to find I'm going to okay. time you. We're in the basement. Okay. I'm going to time you right now. I'm going to start the timer and go. Oh. So while she's going to look. She's got to go upstairs. I don't know what she's doing. She forgot something. So let me tell you a little bit about why. This is a little challenge here for Susan to go find an ugly doll. I'm going to post this picture on the Take a Shower, Show Up on Time, and Don't Steal Anything Facebook page to see how ugly this doll is. The point of this whole podcast today is basically I got to thinking about how we all have things 
And some of us have more things than others. And I know Stephen Fallon give me a hard time and call me a hoarder. And I'm really not a hoarder. I just have a lifetime of a kind of a shopping habit. And I don't buy expensive stuff for the most part. I just buy stuff. I buy books. And I bought, like I said, I used to have a salt and pepper shaker collection. Carson's got, Carson used to be way into wrestling, WWE. So he bought a figurine of every wrestler that he could think of and a little miniature wrestling ring. And he used to sit in front of the TV during SmackDown and reenact all the matches. And we're like, Carson, do you want to keep that? And he's like, nah, I don't think so. But we don't have the heart to throw it away. That's another thing. If we ever move out of this house and we go into Carson's room, his, house, his room is full of little trinkets. Nothing expensive, but for example, I went to Madeline Island one time, and I was in the gift shop, and I bought, oh my gosh, you just brought out pom-poms. Okay, what, those are pom-poms, green and white pom-poms from when you were in school. I can hear them rattling, but where is the, um, where's the doll? I don't think I can reach the You can't find it? They're too heavy. Oh, okay. All right. Well, um, and, and so I was at Madeline Island, and I was at the gift shop. I'm like, oh, I want to buy Carson something. He was about six at the time. And so I found a little tiny canoe that said Madeline Island on it. And it was he was probably, I don't know, 10 years old, 8 years old. I don't remember. And uh, it's a little wooden canoe about 4 inches long. And we used to do a lot of canoeing. And I thought, oh, he'd really like that. Well, I got it for him. He put it on his shelf, and he doesn't care. Um, but would we ever clean out his room and throw all this stuff away? So now here she comes with a Barbie. What is this, anyway? This is my what Barbie case. Okay, so... She let me 62. let me explain what she's doing. From 1962, she's got a plastic Barbie case. It's about the size of a box of shoes, and I see a Barbie and another Barbie, Barbie. and and another Barbie and a bunch of dresses. But you don't want to ever throw that away. And you cut her hair off. She looks like pink. She's like an ugly version of pink. All right, we'll take a picture of that and put that on. So, what is your point in bringing this out here? Are you just looking at it, being nostalgic, or what? What are you doing? So. And this is, I mean, this is, this is all of her stuff. This is a big portion of a kid's childhood. Um, and there's a little topless Barbie figurine with her little topless Barbie boobs. And when I was a little boy, I used to try to take the pants off or the dresses off uh, my sister's Barbies. And I was disappointed that they weren't uh, very lifelike. And uh, I don't know what I was hoping for, but what is that? Barbie luggage. Barbie luggage. Okay, so let me talk, while she's digging through this and going down memory lane, let me talk really quick about why we were looking for Carson's medal from his Eagle Scout, um, when he got Eagle Scout rank. So you're going to go. Okay. Okay, bye. All right, talk to you later. Um, so the reason I wanted to find his Eagle Scout medal was because um, in our school district, they tried to pass a referendum that didn't pass, so now they're going to make budget cuts. So what's the first thing they always want to cut in any school? Of course, it's the arts. And so the band teacher, and I'll give him a shout-out. His name is Mr. Songer. And chances are you don't know who Mr. Songer is, but just picture, imagine the dream band teacher. Passionate, remembers every kid, remembers all their names, loves them, the kids love him. Uh, he's got a childlike quality about him that the kids really relate to, but he's a great musician and just a great person. So Mr. Songer found out that it's a good likely, likelihood that they're going to cut funding for arts and band in schools and cut out fifth grade band. And so I told Susan, I said, you know, we really should go to that school board meeting and I really should get up there and talk because music has meant so much to us and our family. 
And so the reason I wanted the medal, the Eagle Scout medal, was to hold it up at the meeting and say, my son would have never achieved the rank of Eagle Scout had it not been for the music in Carver County Schools, District 112. Why is that? Well, because Carson, he tried athletics, he tried being you know, in football, and he was in Little League, and he had a great time with it, but he was not the tallest or the fastest or the strongest or the biggest kid, and so he was never really going to excel at sports. Fifth grade rolls around, he goes and signs up for band, and he plays the drums. And at that point, Carson's life changed. He went from, you know, he was okay with going to school to being more enthusiastic about school and and coming home and practicing his drums. And he started playing the drum set. And when he had to do a massive service project for his Eagle Scout rank, he wanted to do something for music in school. So you might have heard me talk about this on the radio. He all over from all over the Twin Cities. He collected dozens of used musical instruments from people that had them in their closet from high school and they don't play them anymore. So we got them refurbished. He cleaned them up himself with some help of his Boy Scout buddies and he gave them to a local elementary school. So new fifth graders coming into band that might not be able to afford to play their, to buy their own instrument could play a trumpet or a flute or a clarinet or a sax or a trombone that Carson and his scout buddies had collected. So I was going to show that and say, this is the powerful impact that music can make. Here was a, a, a young man, my son, my boy, who was inspired by music and his love of music to want to help other people to discover it. And I'll give you one more story about music in schools, and maybe you have one of your own. I don't know if you played music when you were in school or not. Um, my niece, my niece, not my niece, my daughter's daughter, so my granddaughter, Kelsey, is 10. And Kelsey is a little bit shy, and she's kind of quiet, but she's very sweet. And her brother, Liam, has a big personality. So wherever they go, in any social setting or family setting, Liam gets a disproportionate amount of attention. And I, I know that Kelsey doesn't really like it, but she's not the kind of person to kind of stir up a fuss and, and try to get attention. Fifth grade rolls around. She starts fifth grade this past September a few months ago. She starts playing the trumpet. Now, for the first time in her life, Kelsey can do something that her little brother can't do. And she's proud of it. And she plays the trumpet and she sends me videos every couple of weeks. And she says, look, I can play this new song and look, and she's great for a fifth grade girl playing to fifth grade boy or girl. It doesn't matter playing trumpet. She's great for a fifth grader and she's proud of it. And now she has something that she can build her self-esteem around. And she might only play for a year or two, or she might play for a long time. She might play all the way through high school. But it's an opportunity for her to do something that she owns, that she can get better at, that she can be proud of, that she can enjoy. There's so many things about learning music that apply in regular everyday life. You know, practice, um, work at it, be responsible, be part of a team, that type of thing. So anyway, um, uh, that's why we were digging for the Boy Scout medal earlier. And uh, I wanted to take just a minute to talk about the music in schools thing because you know, I would have never thought it was that important until I saw what it did for Carson and what it did for Kelsey as well. Um, there was one other thing, and, and this was, you know, I'm not going to bring this up in the school board meeting tomorrow night, but it really goes to show you how people just put athletics ahead of everything 
And maybe I'm a little bit annoyed because we're not an athletic family. Allison played volleyball for the Chaska Hawks, and she loved it. She sat on the bench a whole lot, but she loved playing it, and she had a really good time, and she had some great coaches and friends. But we were at a Chanhassen High School football game about two years ago, and the band is doing their halftime show. And the band, this is their fucking spotlight. This is what they get to do. They work all fall so they can play a halftime show and they're proud of it so they can show it off to their friends and other students and especially mom and dad. And they're out there doing their halftime show. They're marching their formations. And for whatever reason, I don't know why, they might have been either running late or the football team was early coming off the out of the locker room. The football team runs out of the locker room and they ran right through the formation that the band had done while they're doing their halftime show. And I was so pissed. I was like... That really pisses me off. Screw that. They have obviously shown that, you know what? Band takes second banana to the football team. Okay, the football team's got four quarters. The band had halftime. The band had its share, a smaller share, and the football team stepped on that share. And I was pissed at the football coach. I don't blame the players. I think the coach was like, screw it, it's banned. Fuck the band, I don't care. Uh, And I'm putting words in their mouth, and that's probably not fair to do. But that's the impression that I got, was the band doesn't matter. Well, whatever you're in, it matters to you. Whether you're in the STEM, I don't know, the science club, or the debate team, or whether you're on the volleyball team, or you're the captain of the basketball team, you know, it matters and, and it also matters to the kids who are not strong enough and athletic enough to be on the basketball team or the baseball team, whatever. So that kind of annoyed me. So I'm a big proponent of a strong music program in schools. Anyway, a couple of things. I wanted to read some of your comments that I got the last couple of weeks here. Let me pull some of these up. It's going to take me just a minute as I kind of tinker around on my computer. And I go down to the podcast ideas and let's see if it's in there maybe it is no that's not it all right you gotta give me another second okay i know where i hit it okay here we go uh this is from alexis and alexis says dave you mentioned to have an idea an idea to have two opposite political sides that live together on your podcast i'm still looking for that i have not found anybody who wants to do that so that just might not happen Alexis says, I had a similar idea having someone who on who has changed their political party based on the information presented to them. You made a comment today that people will never change what they think, but I think people should be more open to changing their way of thinking, so showing people who have changed would be a good model. For example, I used to always think I was more liberal, but in the last year, I started exploring politics more, and what I have found led me to actually lean more to the right. I would actually classify myself as a libertarian, which is very rare for a millennial. Anyway, just an idea. Love you guys, and thanks for all you do. That's from Alexis. Alexis, thank you. That's an excellent idea. I don't like to get political on the show, and I don't want to get like, well, who's right, you know, the left or the right, but more, how do you live with each other? Uh, maybe, you know, we've talked about this before. It's the last time I'm going to bring it up, but if you want to be on my podcast, I can come to your house. I'll bring snacks, and we'll do a podcast with you and your partner to talk about how you get along, even though you might be this side of the aisle and they're that side of the aisle, your partner or your best friend, anything like that. So that is from Alexis. I have another one here. This is from uh, Jem Hamilton, and she says, Dave, I love your podcast. Take a shower, show up on time, and don't steal anything linked to your book. 
I heard on the Minnesota Goodbye that you don't always have things to talk about. That is true, Jem. When we do the Minnesota Goodbye or this podcast, I sometimes go, I don't really have much to talk about this week. Uh, Can I just say that if you veered away from the book, that would be okay. One of the things that's so appealing to me is you talk like you're our dad and not a local celebrity. If a lesson pertains to your book, good, but I've said it before. I don't make it a point to listen to the morning show live because I listen for you and Fallon and Steve, not for the songs. I listen instead to the rebroadcast that doesn't contain songs. Please keep doing what you're doing. I've always thought it would be amazing to meet you and maybe someday that will happen. I too want a logo change. People change and even the station has changed and I feel the logo logo no longer represents who you are anymore. With regards, Jim Hamilton. Thank you, Jim. I appreciate that for a couple of reasons. Number one, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for saying that you don't mind if we veer away from the book sometimes uh, because sometimes you know we've exhausted some life lessons and there's some new ones that come along some weeks and some weeks there's not. Um, but this one and last week's about Christmas songs totally veered away from life lessons, even though this one kind of got back to it a little bit with talking about clutter and getting rid of things in your house. And uh, then she mentioned um, it would be amazing to meet you and I don't know why that couldn't happen. You know, I kind of have a standing invitation. If you want to come down to the radio station, just let me know. Send me an email in advance because we actually do it once or twice a month. Somebody will say, hey, I want to come down and get my book signed. Or I want to come down and I want to meet you guys. I've listened for years. I want to meet you guys. Well, we love that. Uh, so send me an email to Dave Ryan at kdwb.com and we'll get you down to the radio station. I know that sounds weird. But you can come in in the 9 o'clock hour and we'll you know, show you around and you know, let you watch us do a couple of things on the radio. And um, there's, there's no problem with that. So yeah, I'd love to. And Jim, uh, the logo, I totally agree. It's kind of a pet peeve of mine. Uh, and I don't want to get too into it because you've probably heard me talk about it a lot. But the KDWB logo has not changed in 30-something years. And to me, that's ridiculous that any big company that needs to stay contemporary, keeps the same logo. And I've talked with my boss about it, and I have a lot of respect for my boss, and he's a brilliant program director, but we just are always going to butt heads on the logo because it needs to be changed, just like every great company changes or modifies or changes the color or does something with their logo every few years just to let you know, hey, we are aware that it's no longer 1984. So... Hey, listen, uh, thanks for checking out the podcast this week. It was kind of fun to have a a little something different on the podcast. I'm going to put that standing offer out there one more time, and then I'm not going to mention it again. If you are different politically from your partner or your best friend, I'm coming over. I'm bringing snacks. I'm bringing a cheese tray. We're going to sit down. We're going to talk, and we're going to figure out how you get along and how you manage that and anything else you want to talk about, too. Email Ryan at kwb.com. The book, Take a Shower, Show Up on Time, and Don't Steal Anything. Order it now. Depending on when you listen to this, you can still get it in time for Christmas. Um, uh, What else? The uh, Facebook page, Take a Shower, Show Up on Time, and Don't Steal Anything. I'm going to take a picture of Susan's ugly Barbie dolls and uh, and then uh, post that up there just so you have something to go check out that she cannot throw away. Maybe send me an email and let me know what you cannot throw away that you should. 
All right, have a great week. We're coming up on Christmas week. Things are going to get crazy busy, but we'll do another podcast before the year is out next week on Take a Shower, Show Up on Time, and Don't Steal Anything. Have a great week.